<laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of me, myself, and I'm Joe G. Bad Bussy on Instagram and all the things. Um, my guest and I, we've been literally talking now for maybe like a hot half hour, but I'm also not the best at time, so <laughs> don't trust me in my measurements. Well, you could trust the other measurements. Those ones I don't play about. Ew. Circumference, girth, length, all of it. Don't mess with those. What's the stat. <laughs> Find me on Sniffies. I'm kidding. I'm in a cleansing era from. Yeah. Yeah, same, actually. Really? Literally just. Meaningful. We did a mass clean out not too long ago. We'll touch on that in a minute. Okay. Meaningful relationships. But yes, speaking of a meaningful relationships, we have a meaningful artist, performer, guest, and true friend to mine, and just fucking New York City nightlife breakthrough artist, icon, entertainer. And I don't mean that to hyperbolize. I'm just being so fucking serious when I say it. We have Marie joining us. Doesn't she look so fucking sexy? Like we were adjusting. The sun is out. The sun is most definitely out. I had to come out. You're the one giving the serotonin and the light. The sun is competing. Like I was really like, okay, you know, I've been depressed for far too long um and the sun said i got you babe same you know she did it for me this summer i'm like this is the last time y'all see me with pants on it has exactly legs yeah. from here on out and hips and body it, <laughs> body yada. that's the thing it's like they look great so why not show them i agree but also as a mean of natural air circulation right i'm like no because that like 80 degree day we had the other day i was like this is hot but like this is too hot for my levi's i'm out of these i'm about to cut them up right here in the middle of myrtle ave see meanwhile i was at a park with the highest shorts that you will ever see mm-hmm. literally laid out just chilling and then i was like no i'm doing legs out the whole summer i have to have i to. must because yes our legs look great but it's like it just feels so much better. I'm not forcing myself in a pant. No. Never. Also, when your legs start sweating, worst place. Worst place. I could do it anywhere else. There oh, is nothing yeah. nothing like sweating in pants. Oh, yeah. Because then I'll go to the pretty girl's room and I put right. my pants on. I'm like, my God. Now, right. What the fuck happened down there? Right. I thought I did all the things I needed to do in the shower this yeah, morning. Yeah, your pants should not smell like your thigh highs, ladies. <laughs> that. <laughs> genuinely that and i'm like fuck i there's nothing i could do about this i i could spray some perfume on it but even then uh no it's not gonna think about new york in the summer the girls must becomes a i was just about to say must for all of us and that's what i do respect about the summer in a way like in the winter we were talking about this before we started filming i sweat a lot anywhere it'll be february stone cold winter I'm on the train. I'm sweating. Yeah. Why you ask? Anxiety. I don't know. I'm sweating. <laughs> I feel crazy. But like in the summer when everybody's sweating on the train, I'm like, I don't have shit. No, you don't. It's everybody. Yeah. Like it's literally everybody. We all. No it's fucking hot. And it's getting hotter like the summers. Not to be that girl, but global warming said, here I am. No. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, oh, the polar bears. But like, I <laughs> won't lie. Like. Those no, fierce 75 degree days in December, I'm yeah. like, mm, it I'll snowed take it. like what once this year? That's right. It like, did. that's a gag to me. Like, we live in New York, we're not yeah. too far away from Canada. And I was literally wearing um, two pieces in December for drag. 
fierce. Yeah, no, <laughs> not in December. Yeah, but like for you, yes. Yeah. But <laughs> in terms of what it means for the earth, no, 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 no. Feeling it. Feeling it. Like it was today. When did we meet? You know, I was really thinking about that on the way here. Aw. I have no answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Not feel... a single recollection of the day or the time. It's funny because I feel like it was $3 bill. It yes, had it to have been that's... the Mecca at this fucking yeah, point. Of actually the only place. You know? I, I feel like I've never seen you actually anywhere but at $3 bill. If we've seen really? each other out. I feel like it must have been there. I think I saw you perform and then we talked after you performed. Yeah. I can't remember which show this was or when it was. Yeah. But since then, I just, we only ever see each other now, which is why I can't remember the first one. That's a really like lovely way to put it. That's, aw. I love it. That's so true. I feel like every past $3 bill appearance I've made, you've been there. Yeah. And we've just sat and talked. Yep. You were at stand-up. Yes. You were at Project One, which yes. we will talk about. Oh, Project One. That, Project that One. That was a really beautiful one for me. And it's funny because, like, Project One and Stand-Up NYC are both created by Julie J. Give it up for my sister. Everybody always, at any point, any time, I will sing your praises. You know that. We love Julie J. I... A stand. Yeah. <laughs> I run Julie J number one stand updates account on Twitter. Like Mayor of New York City drag. <laughs> Julie J. <laughs> Genuinely, that's you know what? That's the title. Fuck being the Queen of Brooklyn or whatever. Is it that. mayor of New York City drag? Down. Okay, period. Yeah. I don't there even know how long mayors I don't even know how long like mayors last or whatever, like how long their term is. Both Julie, there is no term. Yeah, no. Julie is the term. It's giving mayor. The hat. It was the hat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love Julie. But yeah, those two shows, like, I saw stand-up. I was like, the event of the year. Stand-up was everything. Everything. Stand-up was, like, insane. Uh, and it's an like, event. you want to tell to people that weren't there and you don't want to just be like, yeah. oh, yeah, it was like another one of those great nights. But like, I told my friends that missed it, unfortunately. I was like, no, like, y'all really missed special, out. yeah. It was a legendary was night. Really, really, really special. Like, everybody carried and not the like, oh, she gave kakakaka shows, but it was just really beautiful watching everybody kind of soak in the moment, whether that was like a uplifting, joyous, I'm having fun, or mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna take some time to preach to y'all a little bit. Like, each performance was really special. I haven't seen a show like that in quite some time. No, me either. It was everything I love about drag and yeah. queer art in one show. And the girls looked good. They Everybody, looked though. Amazing. Like, not even people who came. Like, just the whole room. Everyone. Cute night. The list of hosts that were there, too. No, like, it was just uh, so many different people there. And it, I don't know. It was just every single thing I love. In nightlife, but also every single thing that I want in nightlife that sometimes we don't see often. But it's no surprise that we saw it at a Julie J production yeah. because Down. she is just the essence of it. You know what I mean? She she really is. Her. She's the essence of community to me. So you are also performing at Project One. Okay. One of literally my favorite shows in quite some time. Arguably some of my favorite performances. Like... 
What a night. What a night. I was really feeling that one. And I love when like drag does that to you. Like that was one of those nights where you're really sitting there and you're like, I really have the opportunity. Not me being a, a I'm in my mushy era, girls. No, same. Um, I cried twice today. <laughs> Literally, I have the opportunity to, for better or for worse, to do what I love. Drag is exhausting, yes. But I really revel in the fact that like there was once a time where this was all a little dream in my mind. Yeah. So now to be in the center of doing it and so often and so consistently with so many beautiful people, it's like a lot of gratitude. And that was one of those like full circle nights for me where I was like, look at you, babes. Like, yep. oh, you're doing the thing. That's the thing. Um, with that thought you have, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 25. Same. Yeah. What's your sign? Pisces. Okay. Also, you just turned 25. Forever and always. Ago. Happy yeah. belated. Thank you. But with that thought, same. Yeah. Completely same. I went to that to Project One alone because I think a few of my friends like had to stay at work longer or whatever. Yeah. And I think I just ran into, you know, some like mutuals and friends there yeah. and whatnot. But for most of the show, I was alone. I bawled my eyes out the whole time. No, it was really like, it was that. Even if there was like fucking Julie performing Robin as the opener, that's Kakataka. I was crying. <laughs> I genuinely was crying yeah. because I had that moment. Yeah. Like there's one, like in an instance I'm living and screaming, but I'm also like, because I had that moment too. I'm like, fuck, I wasn't here a few years ago. Yeah. I was in a completely, you know what I mean? Different territory. And that's why I asked you your age because like, 25, especially for where you and me are at, maybe we're in sync with how our lives are going. We're kind of in this new beginning of what our actual lives are going to be now. You know, like the like the everything before kind of feels just like a preface to yeah. what our lives were, like the background story. Now we're getting to what the fuck and life I'm is. Gagged. Like I woke up the day 25 happened and it felt like all of that happened at one moment. Like wow. very like press play. You're here. New life. Look at all the stuff you just did. Cute. Yeah. What's next? How are we starting? And I was like, are you kidding me? I went to a gig that night and I didn't stretch. My body said, nope, can't do that anymore. We're 25. Oh, like, no, not that. <laughs> it uh, just all clicked in a really beautiful way. I feel like something shifted. Yeah. And I like just be grateful for it. But yeah, keep doing that. I'm forever a person who's always trying to overcomplicate it all. So the new thing is like, babes, you're you're doing the thing. Chill out, enjoy it, have fun. Are you an overcomplicator because you find it fun or interesting? Because I'm that way. Mm. I don't overcomplicate oh. or overthink out of wanting to make things difficult. I just have fun learning all the unnecessary nuances and details that go on in everything, Correct. if that makes sense. That's really exciting. I think that is like a really healthy relationship to the thing mm. i think for me um i have this distraught relationship with feeling the need to be exceptional i was mm. just talking to somebody about this like i think i'm learning how to give myself permission to just be and sometimes it's going to be messy and not cute and not yeah. put together and not the full package that you want it to be but i think it's really important to like release myself from this need to want to feel exceptional at every point because it's not sustainable. It's actually like really impossible. 
But you know, obviously you're black, you're trans, you're a drag artist, you do acting, like you do far too many things where you can't always like release that urge to feel like you have to prove that. Mm -hmm. And it's all about like finding that line of like, how do I still do these things that I love to do that require somewhat of, you know, audience feedback, yep. being accepted, but also just being like, you know what, fuck it. Like I was literally talking to myself like, babes, you picked literally all the vain professions that you could ever imagine literally. doing to make your entire career out of them. But I think what's really beautiful is like it just teaches you to really fall in love and appreciate yourself in ways that you never realized you would. And that's what I think I'm forever the most grateful for. That's what it is. That's what it is, I think. And it's, you know, now the difference between others' voice and yours. Yes. You know. Really hard for a lot of girls. Me, I was the girl. So. You know, like you could have like a performance that you love that maybe everyone else loved too. Mm -hmm. But you know that performance better than anyone else does because you're the one that created it. You have the relationship with it. You know the intention behind it. Yeah. You know, I think what's really beautiful is like, I feel like we're starting to see within just like the landscape of drag in New York, just much more room for that kind of. Yes. Just like radical acceptance. Yeah. I think we're entering a space where everybody kind of has that chance to have their moment, most importantly for themselves. I think that's really beautiful. I think the more that we can make space for people to just feel like their oats for five to 10 minutes. Yes. Like we can all just coexist more peacefully. Everybody deserves their five to 10. Everybody yeah. deserves their five to 10. Yeah, like completely. Cause that's what it is. It's like the whole point of drag is to say like, fuck y'all to rules, concepts, you know, norms, everything like that. So why reiterate those mm -hmm. within our own community? Within the drag community, you know, and that's why, like, yeah. for going back to Project One, like, I love what Julie did with that show because it yeah. seemed like there was a theme. I mean, it was a running show. Like, there were no breaks in between each yeah. number. One would just flow into the next. But you still saw each artist be the artist they are. Love that. You know? Like, it was one show through and through, but I know Marie's number, and I know Lady Rodriguez's number, and I oh. know Julie's number, and they all coexist so uniquely yet in sync yeah. in that one show you know i love watching a drag show no skips oh that was the first one i saw that was I no skips watching a drag show no skips um zenobia uh, you love zenobia another, uh, another one of my favorite people ever same. Um, also does that from time to time with her shows and it's just so fun to like it just feels like a concert in a different yes way. And yes. I really love that feeling of like, okay, we're not stopping. Like, we're going to play it from beginning to end. Yes. Everybody know where you're beginning. Like, be ready. It's now. It's like a and it relay. Just keeps you on your toes in a really beautiful way. Mm -hmm. You don't have time to like think as much as you do. You just have to be in it. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Yeah. I will say my personal standout from that show and probably of like most drag performances I've seen in this year, you doing higher was my favorite thing yeah. I've seen in a long time. And it was before the vocals even started on the song. It was the spotlight going around the venue. Trying to find Oh my God, like I get chills, like being like, <laughs> fuck, I'm talking to the person that was doing it. Like, no. I'm like, okay, I, I hear the song and I'm like, 
oh, it's higher. Yeah. The spotlight's going everywhere. And there you are in the back left corner of the $3 bill venue. Yes. I fell in my chair. I was like, no, Mario is not doing this. Like, it was so beautiful. One of my favorite live performances of all time. Like, I was, uh, like, it could bring tears to my eyes right now. Like, that's when the waterworks really went into fucking overdrive at that show. Like, I was just crying. One, because, like, the emotion that you're giving that performance is just real. And same thing. Like, that performance is so powerful. And just you doing that was so powerful. It just made me think. I'm like, fuck, I didn't have access to any of this years ago. And here I am. And here you are. You know, and I think that's the power of drag and live performances. Like, it lets you take a look into other people's lives, but also be able to reflect and be like, damn. This is how far I've come. Yeah. Yeah. I just did drag in my hometown for like the first time ever. Mm. Yeah. And that was crazy for that reason. Just like that full circle of this is who I really so desperately wanted to be when I lived here. And now I am. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And you're from <laughs> Ohio, which is where you just came back from. Yeah, I'm from Ohio. No, there are no secrets about it. I'm from okay. Columbus. I'm a Columbus, Ohio girl. Love. Um, and I love growing up there. Like it was a really great place to establish some really solid foundations. I would have had my head and nose and everything if I grew up in like a New York or LA. Yeah. Or in Atlanta. So I think the universe knew for me. Let her in Columbus, let her chill for the first little bit, mm-hmm. and then she'll be able to go off and do what she needs to do. When did you come to the city? 2016. I came for school. Um I've been here ever since. Really? And you went to Tish, I'm correct? NYU, baby. Wow. BFA, darling. Oh, don't we love a BFA, everybody? I mean, you sure know how to use the hell out of it. Weaponize so. it. You have to. That's the only thing you really can not do with it. I mean. Use it as a weapon. <laughs> and it's working. I've been affected. A very expensive weapon. But it's working. Thank you, baby. It's most definitely Thank working. You. Would you study... I was a drama major. Uh, yeah. What were the, what was the goal at that time? I think at that time was definitely Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, maybe one day, but it's not like the pressing need anymore. I think ultimately what I've always wanted to do was just kind of find my way through the various avenues of performance. Yeah. I think performer resonates with me the most because I think that this is what I'm forever interested in the most. Just a different channel to perform and kind of release. Singing was the first one always. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because I don't sing nearly as much as I used to. I'm trying to get back to it, but that yeah. was the way in. Then acting, dancing, drag, obviously. So theater was the place where I could do all of it, which is why. I kind of hopped right on in and I got bit by the bug like really, really quick. The theater bug. Yeah. When? Very fast. Um, I did a church play at three. I was a weeping angel at three. Sobbing. It was our time. Yeah. Sobbing. Okay. Sell Just it. like giving it. Mm-hmm. Three-year-old me really was out for the Oscar. And Earned. I would have given it to me for sure. Wow. And since then, it was. Really? Just like my love language in a way. Oh, yeah, that's a cute way to describe it. Performing is my love language. Yeah, I love that. I think that's what's so cool about, like, our kind of, I don't want to say generation, but, like, things, you know, we'll just say our generation yeah. for short. Yeah. It's, like, the path isn't, it isn't always going to be linear. 
But it's like, especially with our generation, because we've had so many different, you know, external factors and politics or whatever come into play that like it really just like shook shit up and shuffled it for wow, us. Really quickly. Crazy. <laughs> really quickly. Which obviously isn't fun and we don't necessarily want to ask for it. But when you do like kind of align with like what you are and what you're meant to be doing, yeah. it does figure itself out and you come back to like where you should be, you quickly. know. Yeah. Quickly, like when I look back on it, there was always this part of me that was like, oh, it's taking so long and the growth and the journey. But as I look back on it, I'm like, slow down and like mm -hmm. revel. Mm -hmm. Because looking at where I was like seven years ago as an 18 year old when I first moved to this city versus like where I am now is like, babe, chill out. You're doing it. Yeah. Like far better than what you imagined seven years ago. So. And it's crazy because we're both 25 right now. Yeah. We'll probably watch this back five years from now and be like, calm down. I know. Like, I'm watch this back and be like, oh, you were so, look at you. Like, you were stressing so much about this and yeah. that and everything else. But we're trying. We're trying. We're yeah, actually doing it very well. We are. We really we're are. We're doing really good. Think, I'm glad we're like aware of that. Yeah. That's what like 25 has been about. It's giving celebrate yourself. Very, yeah. very much. Don't be afraid to. I'm always afraid to celebrate myself. Yeah, same. Yeah. I've just like, what I realized, I think by not celebrating yourself, it actually comes off quite like selfish. No, yes. You know? Yeah, down. Like it comes down, off down. just like very pick me. Yep. It's not cute. <laughs> Get into it. And and I said this on the night I turned 25 too, just funny because you talked about the moment you turned 25. It's like, I realized all the shit I was doing. Yeah against myself and I was like this is so counterproductive yes if somebody gives a compliment why am I gonna be like oh uh, no <laughs> da, 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 da. Right. be like yeah my yeah. ass is fat right. thank you I grew up fucking devouring rice and I go to the gym every, every day, day. so would, that you will tell me that my ass is fat yeah yes. and it would just be scientifically incorrect if I were to be like oh no it's just these pants no babes pants on or off the shit is fat like I love that you know and that's what it is. It's just common self-awareness. I yeah. And I think that's the sexiest thing in people. I agree. So why not be that, that yourself? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, like, when it comes to career stuff or, like, say you get a gig, like, if somebody offers you your dream gig, mm -hmm. why are we going to be like, oh, well, like, is this... That's the gig you wanted, right? Which is crazy, like... How that fucking works. How it works, how quickly it can happen, mm -hmm. like... Yeah, I don't know. I, I've really been recontextualizing being open to the fact that at any moment your dreams can come true because like they literally can. They can. And, and I used to not believe that until like it happened. And I was like, oh, yeah, believe that because <laughs> it can happen. Yeah. And it's hard when you're in like the rut of it all. Yes. Because nothing is believable. Of course not. At that point, like 25 for me was the hardest and shittiest year of my life. But at the same time, it was the best. I love that. Like still, I wouldn't change a single thing about it. And it's, yeah. I think about those times when I was in the pit of like what my past year was. Mm -hmm. You couldn't tell me anything that would convince me otherwise that it was going to be fine. Period. But it just takes some fucking delusion. It what does. We were talking about this before we started filming. You just have to. And it's Your not delusion. like unsupported delusion. No, of course not. You know, it's not me being like, yeah, the sky is green. Mm -hmm. But I can be like, this guy's 
It's green for me. Today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the sky is turquoise. Yes. You know, it's a nice little shade of turquoise. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's not completely far off. No. From but the it's truth. just like what's supporting you in that moment. You know what I mean? Like, give yourself what you need to get by in each little individual moment. Exactly. And that's going to require something different every day. And I'm really learning how to lean into that for sure. How do you actively um when i'm on my piece and cues i do like get up and meditate and get oh wow like, yeah i love time that time to start my day uh-huh. touch my phone for like the first good hour we're stretching my girl yeah when um i am anxious or busy or not getting enough sleep we just think about it <laughs> Felt. Which is not the same, really, right? So no, that's that's real. Turning yeah. twenty five, like, oh, you'll realize how important sleep is. Please, let's talk about it. Please, let's talk about it because um, you know, there's just never enough hours in the day for me to sleep. No, never, 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 never enough hours in the day. You know, you know, like the functioning under like four hours of sleep thing is cute yeah. in theory. Mm-hmm. In practice, goodbye. No. No. This is, like, I've very much now, I think, like, within the past month, there were two gigs where I was napping in between the numbers. I just had to. I was really? Like, at me when it's time. Genius. How was the nap? Um, How were both good. of them? Really good. I'm, like, in this haze as, like, the music is starting, and then you, like, lock in, and you're, like, yeah, okay, here we are. Oh. So how do you put yourself to sleep in between numbers? It should so sound here's easy. here's the issue. I can sleep anywhere. Yep. <laughs> in any way. Yep. I'm pretty sure I could sleep standing up as a board. Yeah. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my body's like, it's time to form, get up. I'm the person who like unintentionally falls asleep on the subway and is waking up right as the door is opening up my stop. Knocking on wood that that continues to happen. But yes, that's me. I'm that person too. I love that for us. Same. Let's not risk it. But I love that. No, but same. And my, I like, I'm the type of person where, like, if I'm bored, I will get tired. Yes. Like, if I'm at a function and the music isn't good, I'm like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, don't take it personal. No. It's not about anybody but the fact that I'm not sleeping enough. It's the way my chemicals are reacting to this. It's just not stimulating enough which sounds a little shady to say but i know but when stimulating I enough you, for me i'm forever thinking what was the movie up the dog that gets distracted yes that is the representation of my brain mm. whereas i'm focused focus focus squirrel and we're back same i love that <laughs> i love living life in just like random yeah. tangents like whenever people are like oh sorry just like went off track i'm like no that's probably more interesting than what you were about to say i agree i love especially when you like slow down like i wasn't doing anything in ohio and i would wake up and my body's like do something mm-hmm. I'm like no girl sit down yeah and you just feel the difference of how you're so conditioned to move but i'm really trying to work on the balance of like rest and work it's really hard mm-hmm. it's so hard how I have you working. been trying to do that so far like how's that work life balance journey been going for you i'm learning how to tell myself no Mm -hmm. no you shouldn't do that 
no, you shouldn't schedule anything on that day so you can rest. Because you're your own boss compared right. to other people in other businesses. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're being assigned these things. You're given the free reins to choose what you want. Yeah. And when you're an excellent and talented performer like Marie herself, it's like you want to take all the bookings because there's a lot coming at you. Of course. But does your body want does to? Does your body want to? Does your mind and spirit want yep. to? Yep. I was thinking about, um, I'm going to give... I don't know what diva was saying this. Many divas have talked about it on Twitter. This idea of just like quality over quantity, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start showing up as like all of myself at each of these gigs rather than compartmentalizing because I'm tired and can't bring my whole self to the moment. Like, mm-hmm. I think drag for me is really fun when I feel like I've had the time to pour all of myself into that three to five minutes. Yeah. Rather than, come on, David, let's give it, give it, give it. It's giving shows. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. After a while, it loses its flair. Yeah. So that's not only in drag either. That's like in my theater work, in my acting work, in my just creative life in general. Like learning how to take space to refresh myself, to get reacquainted with why I do what I do um, is really necessary. So I want to start seeing more drag shows again. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because when you're working too much, you're like, obviously, this one day off, while I would love to go see a show, I'm either doing laundry or cleaning my makeup brushes Mm -hmm. or working my other jobs or, you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. There's that aspect of me missing out on, like, renewing myself with just seeing drag rather than doing it. Or singing a yeah. play or going to a concert. So finding ways to just renew that creative energy. Yeah. When was the first time you saw drag? <laughs> the first person I seen in drag was Nina West. Really? All people because she's like... Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah, Ohio girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It was really cute. I think she did like poor unfortunate souls that night. Mm. And I was like, no shade to Nina, but I was like, yeah, girl, I could do that. Um, I was like, period. She's carrying. I can get up there and carry. Exactly. Um, and then they had a competition and she was like, people come up and all my friends were like, go do it. And I was like, no. No way. No, I couldn't. Like at the time, I uh-huh. could not do it. How old were we here? Maybe we were 17. Okay. Yeah. And since then, the obsession and the fascination began. Really? Because it was birthed out of the moment of me saying no. You know what I mean? Had I just drove and drove. Dove into it. Drove too. That's all. Drove into it as well with my whole vehicle. Um, It would have been great, but there was something about really taking the time to fully invest in it before diving into it. That was really beautiful. I see. So then when was the moment that you got to invest and fully dive into it. Drag. I love talking about this story. It's so special to me. I started drag two months after I started transitioning, mm-hmm. like to the day almost. Um, and I was just like, okay, if I'm going to transition, I can go do drag at a bar in New York City. Exactly. Like, come on, girl. So I went to Drag Wars, redacted. Um <laughs> And it just kind of happened from there. Like the first night just turned into me going back and mm. suddenly I blinked and we're doing drag wow. all the time in New York City. And it was like really beautiful. Like I didn't imagine that this would be the journey. So when I really take time to think about 
just how I was able to come into this and grow into myself through drag in New York. Like, it's always really special for me to talk about. It's crazy. I've learned so much about myself through this community. So I'm forever grateful to mm. just be able to be a part of it. Do you remember who you were competing against in Drag Wars? Oh my that Lord, season? Drag Wars, when I first started, I think Roxy Chanel was there. I think, who, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, love. Um, who else is there? Miss J. I'm a stan of Miss J. Teray, we love Teray. Who else was there? Shalom. I don't know if Shalom does drag still. I think so. I haven't seen her in forever. And I think that was it. Me and Bianca Star had a night yeah. together. And then I moved to like Lady Liberty, which is where I met Julie J. Exactly. And then Twilight, um, you know, all the girls. I see. I see. Yeah, 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 I yeah, love yeah. So it's crazy. And I think that's why like most people don't realize I'm a Brooklyn girl because I started in Manhattan. So unintentionally. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know where to go. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to go to Drag Wars. That is the cool thing, though, about New York drag. And I will say about, like, Manhattan drag. It's like, that's where anyone could get their start. Yeah. Just go participate in an open Anywhere. night. And there are so many open sets now. Like, mm -hmm. big kudos to all the girls bringing that back. Because something about the culture of open set in New York City is really exciting to me. In terms of people just realizing, yeah, come try it. Come do it. Yeah. Like, just go do it. Because all of us watch it. All of us love it. All of us fantasize about doing it. Yeah. So take the space to just try it. You know what I mean? And I think the scene is really opening up to be much more supportive in that way. Yeah. And like, that's such a classic, like, New York, like, Staple. way. Of, yes. Yeah. Like, you do a night in the drag competition, you know, you win a gig for the next week or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's just such a classic story. Why get rid of it? And it's Why like. Get rid of it. Shout out to Brooklyn Open Sets. I love uh, the Brooklyn Open Sets. Right. The girls. Ugh. I love it. And it's like that keeps drag going, it especially does. now when we're in the era of drag being compromised or oh, status being compromised. Lord. It's like, yes. how are we? I don't want to say like we're like by not having open sets is doing the same thing as fucking banning drag, but it's the idea of slowing it down or limiting it. Why yeah. would you want to do that? I agree. You know, I really like it's like cutting off our own drag supply. Come on. <laughs> You know what I mean? I wanted to word that better. No, I kind of like that, though. This idea of, like, cutting off our drag. Yeah, drag. why would you do that? I really like that. Let's make an animated short about <laughs> cutting off the city's drag supply. The next rusical. Um, the next rusical. Yeah, the legislation thing. It's crazy. Especially because now it's really starting to show that it's much more about people being able to live in the freedom of themselves. Mm -hmm more than anything else. Yeah. I think we're just living in a time in the world where anybody living outside of societal norms is challenging. How do I want to word that? Squirrel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are just intimidated by someone's ability to live at the center of who they are. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people underestimate the power of just being yourself. I think I'm a person who underestimates a lot the power of me being myself and what that means for the world. So it's of no shock to me that all of these iconic people around us, all of our siblings who are trans and non-binary, all of our drag artists are shaking up the world in this way. We should be. Yeah. 
we have to actually because there is no world without us in it that is whole and complete and telling the story of what we really could be as humanity so I don't think it's a choice I don't think it's a coincidence I just think it's time you know like yeah. now's the time yeah I agree and that's the thing you said it perfectly it's like that's just all where it comes from, like all the legislation and whatnot that's coming out against transgender people and drag performers in that instance. It's like, it's just those people's uncomfortability yeah. with themselves. Always. It's a projection. It's crazy. And Sasha Colby put it together yes. perfectly Yep. when explaining her crowning outfit. Yes. She's like, I um, am what y'all want and that's why you all are mad that's my favorite thing about doing drag y'all know this well maybe not a lot of people know i feel like if you see me perform you know i love showing my body for that reason right mm -hmm. like it is my protest it is my like you can't take this from me you won't ever be able to in fact mm -hmm. you're gonna sit here and you're gonna enjoy it and you might not like the fact that you do, but you're going to nonetheless. And that's the crazy part about it. And that's the empowering aspect of who. The thoughts just leaving. That's what I was going to say earlier. Very good. My relationship to drag was really important to me because that was my space to explore my womanhood. What it meant for me to walk into the, the full power of me just being a film in this world and being able to create that for myself mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah of course these things are under attack like they're very powerful tools of creating and being and breaking molds and barriers and chains and people see that and they're afraid of it and you should be because the girls are cunts exactly <laughs> <laughs> and if i wasn't us i would probably be afraid of us too and that's just genuinely what it is it's insane how timid and insecure people are when they're unhappy seeing somebody that they want to be doing yeah or just when they see somebody so comfortable in doing what they do i agree you know i think that's why like why be a hater <laughs> um i was laughing because i was just having a conversation with like I would jokingly call myself a hater from time to time. Well, like it's okay to, to. Be a hater, but um, I say that because there are a lot of people who I think derive pleasure from being a hater solely because they were never interesting enough to be hated on, um, and I find that crazy. Like, imagine you wanting somebody to hate on you so bad that you hate on other people. Oh. I know that sucks, oh. but I also used to be a person who so desperately wanted everybody to like me in the sense of the idea of me having a hater was so traumatizing. Yeah, And then I had to think about it one day. I was like, Beyonce of all people has haters. Not to do myself like that, but what would make me think? that me of all people would not be privy to the experience of being hated on. But that is 
some of my naivete that I don't want to let go of yet. Mm. That we as a world can move beyond our capacity to be haters. <laughs> See? Um, which, you know, just because for funsies, we'll hold out hope. But ultimately... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, it's just about learning how to let that go. Yeah. I... Anything. I think, like, some people are blessed with the gift of getting rid of it earlier. For me, the best medicine has just been time, age, and experience. I turned 26 at this time. We're recording this in, like, 12 days. Oh. I know. I'm at the end of my 25th year around the sun. It's Happy crazy. birthday. Thank you. So exciting. Thank you. And the thing I gained at the end of this whole damn journey, I'm like... Mm. Why give a fuck? It costs so much. (laughs) Like, it costs so much to give a fuck. I'm just trying to get through the MTA and afford it. (laughs) Like, And afford it because I don't want to pay for it. Hello? That's what I'm saying. So why cost energy on giving a fuck? Just don't. Just don't. And I think... I'll let them give the fucks. This summer is going to be... I feel something brewing in the atmosphere just in terms of... You know, like our lives are being challenged right now. Our right to exist is being challenged right now. And the best resistance is existing. Ew. But I kind of do like that. No, but it's true. Um, And I think this will be the summer of us really getting to just live at the center of who we are because we have to. Like, it is our active resistance. It's the only way to ensure that we can continue to have lives beyond what those who want to eradicate us want that to look like. Yeah, it's true. And like, it's unfortunate that we must go through harsh situations especially when we're not the ones putting them upon ourselves yes but most times though regardless of where it's coming from we always leave it grown flourished bigger and better yeah you know yeah i agree i'm really curious to see when we're like 20 30 40 years from this moment like how we'll be reflecting on this time crazy I think about that often and like it just feels like a shift and I'm curious to know what we're shifting towards and where we're yeah. going to. But you know, you can't think ahead. You gotta live in the moment. Woo. No, uh. <laughs> but same. I'm definitely a think ahead girl but, despite me being like, oh, think in the moment. Yeah. yeah. I, I really yes. never thought about that. What 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 is it going to look like? What are we going to be saying about this time? That's so cool. Where so much is changing. That's so cool to think about, though, because then that makes most things we're doing or basically everything we're doing a part of history in some way. I'm forever an existential girl. Exactly. Oh, I'm. (laughs) I love big thinking. I'm the same way. I when I was little, I'd always like look in the mirror just like for long moments. Yes. Be like, what the fuck is this? Yes. Number one sign that that child is not a cis straight child. Hey. Staring in the mirror for five hours. I'm just like just looking, just looking, just like those are a lot of lashes. Interesting. Interesting. Um, uh, if I ever have children, I will revel for the day where I come around the corner and they're just looking in the mirror. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No talk needed. No talk. I get it. you, baby. I get it. I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Do you want kids? Um, I want to believe that there is a world that can sustain me having children. Um, we live in it now. Like, obviously it can happen, Mm -hmm. but 
I wouldn't be telling the full truth if I didn't say I'm like scared yeah. of what it looks like to raise children mm-hmm. in this world right now. But I've always imagined it for sure. Based off of what you want, like what your heart mm-hmm. wants. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. If my heart could have it. My heart is going to have it. I truly can and see myself being a mother. I love children. I always have. Same. I think I always will. Like, children have a very special place in my heart. Same. I don't like people that make their personality trait not liking children. It's very red flag behavior to me. Yeah. I'm like, wow. You know? I understand, like, not understanding how to engage with children. Yes. Because, you know, that does take a certain level of practice and understanding. But, like, what is there to hate about children? Like, I love them. They are a little mean sometimes. My cousins yeah. were chopping me up. They're like 10, 8, 7. Woo. You know, it takes thick skin. Yes. To deal with some of the children. Yeah. But outside of that, like, it's crazy to think about, like, look at the intelligence flowing through your brain to be able to read me like that. You know what? That's a Where very, did you learn that from? <laughs> that's a very positive way to look at it. How to read like that in your seven. That's like, so funny. My feelings are hurt. And you did that so succinctly. Uh, yeah. That's so tragic, but that's really funny the way you worded that. I love children. It's hilarious. I was at, I was getting ice cream the other day and it was like on one of those hot days. Like, you know, mm-hmm. all the kids were out. Yes. And these two queens were just going at each yeah. other. They were maybe like 12 and I was like, damn, yeah. these bitches are I want to see the reading challenge with like 12, 13 year olds. Oh my gosh, it would, that's a great see. idea. They would eat. It you would know what they so should good. do next season? I don't know if this like violates any contract or whatever. For the next makeover challenge, yes. they have the teachers that came last year, mm-hmm. they bring their favorite student. That would be really cute. Make over the kids, and the kids could do a lip sync yeah. or reading challenge. Hopefully that doesn't sound like that's like grooming children to be on show business. But you know what I mean? If they're but interested, exactly what you, you get mean. the intention. But yeah. And also, like, let's talk about it. The whole, like, grooming debate is so hilarious to me right now because when you really think about indoctrination, it's like, realistically, what parent? is taking their six-year-old child to a bar, a gay bar, at 10 p.m. on a Friday night to watch a drag show. Like the kid isn't even going to get in. So when we're having all of these conversations like grooming and just... I think what I'm intrigued about is this push to have society exist in very specific parameters. Yeah. Like the fact that we're at the era of literally policing bodies and what people can look like and how they can move through this world. Not that this is new or unfounded. It's just to experience it in this way right now. It's like, okay, people are afraid of losing control. And if my existence is requiring so much of a you trying to handle what that means, then you should just stop thinking about it. I think you should just leave it to me to tell you what I need to be able to exist. Exactly. Because it's going to happen anyway. Um, and I'm just curious about what is what what does it mean for us as a queer community to really come together and recognize that at this time, like, holding on to each other is the only way that we're going to navigate getting through this moment. And I know that's really scary, but it's so necessary. 
because what is the quote that I'm thinking of? It'll come to my mind. We're like, we're not, none of us are free until we're all free. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. So I'm really curious about just like what mass liberation looks like. Obviously it's always from a trans-centered lens. Like I have to start there. Trans films are so necessary to the culture and mm. the movement, but it is, it's, it's really time to figure out communally how we're going to lean on each other for survival. Yeah. I just think it starts like it sounds so corny to be like, oh, it just like starts with the basics. But it really does. Yeah. Like we're all in this community together. We're all each other's brothers and sisters and siblings. Let's be that. Easily. Let's be that. Easily. You know, because if we're not fully together, then we don't stand a chance in this fight. And just concentrating you know? on the good times. Like, yeah. I think some of my favorite moments is like, watching an event in New York City and then having the FOMO and being like, oh, I wish I was there just to experience the energy of the happening. Like I'm thinking mm -hmm. about like her fantasy, fantasy her. Yeah. Fantasy. Um, and watching like that event on Instagram, watching everybody's stories and just uh, like feeling what I'm sure the energy of that room felt like. It's mm -hmm. like whatever that is, however we can quantify that, that's the weapon. Which I think is just ultimately like pure joy yeah, and bliss in the highest form. And I think in a weird way, that's what those oppressors are afraid of. I agree. Because whatever they thought pure joy and pure bliss is was, wasn't theirs and was probably just given to them by whoever's come before them, if that makes sense. And they're just now realizing now in their late old ages. Late old ages. That they're like, oh, wait. I've been told the wrong thing, so-and-so, and they're mad that we're realizing it. Now it's such a younger, more tender Come on, age. more tender. More tender. And fear is a powerful tool, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very powerful weapon. Um, and I think a lot of people, myself included, like more often than not, give into their fears, you know? Yeah. And people fear what they don't understand. The understanding trans people does not have to be difficult, but conversation for a different day and it's yeah and my thing like i always say this in many discussions it's just like if the person isn't hurting or harming yes why like why let me look at your schedule like why do you have this much time to care you know what i mean i do i do i think about that often like i just engineered five shows today and film two of my own. Right. I don't have time to give a fuck about somebody just being themselves. Just being themselves. I could support it from afar mm -hmm. and cheer them on. Yeah. Because that's one easier and that's better for you emotionally and better for the other person. But to go out of your way and try to stop them from doing such. It just sounds like you don't have that much to do during yeah. the day. And a lot of girls don't, unfortunately. They don't. Which is the sad part. But, like, this is the era of personal liberation. You know what I mean? You're right. We spend so much time, like, feeling like we have to think about anything other than what makes us happy, what brings us joy. Mm -hmm. Prioritizing that, going to get that, making that the focus. Yeah. That's the new thing. That is. I wanted to talk about the newest to season of Drag Race 2 that you mentioned, like, with the whole her party what do you think of course um i don't even know where to start like that finale was crazy the numbers alone like i really enjoyed the songs who are your favorite if you had to pick um 
obviously anything Sasha Kobe does, it's just going Perfect. to wow me, right? Lux Carey. I was going to say. Lux Carey. Um, Lux had my favorite. That song, like, I just can't It was so it good. Because some numbers. I said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, Mistress 8, Anisha 8. Tour. Tour. Like, the performance is iconic. They gave. Like, Mistress carried it's something about Lux's song and Sasha's song too, like the songs themselves mm-hmm. did it for me, which means obviously the two powerhouse performers that they are, it was just going to make yeah. the, moment, the moment. And also, you know, I was talking about this on Twitter. An icon is someone referencing themselves who said it. Um, Annie, Atomic Annie, she was talking yes. about it on Twitter with me. Like the fact that Sasha Kobe referenced herself. In her performance. Genius. Like, what? Like, get Genius. at Genius. And this is her get second her. time referencing herself, too. Because yeah. she won the jar. She won yeah. Continental in. Like, like I'm Genius. a Sasha Kobe stan, as we all are. But I'm really shouting out, like, Mistress and yes. Lux and Anitra solely because, obviously, Sasha's mother of drag. We love Sasha Kobe. But... The three of them in particular really like stood their ground and showed themselves to be like very formidable competitors. I agree. The crown could have been placed on any of their heads. I agree. And so, that's the gag to me. I was just sitting there like anyone, anyone, anyone. It would make sense. Like there wouldn't be a single winner where I would be like that mm-hmm. made no sense to me. Anyone. That's the thing you yeah. said it like Sasha's mother of drag, but like those other girls mothered. Drag it's down. I can't get it out of my head. It's so <laughs> good. That's the song out of all four of those that I like on my way to work today. Yeah. Like, you just have to. Yes. Yeah. It's fashion. It's so Speaking good. Of fashion. Um, I feel like Irene is so underrated on the fashion front because that finale look for me sent me up. Like, Sugar sent me up. Ew. But Irene. Sent Damn. me up. I loved that outfit. So good. I hope she comes back for All Stars. I think she will. I think the could water thing, um, you know, I feel like had it been edited in a different way, there's a world where we would have been on the floor. I think so, too. I think, like, what I, w- I-, I wanted it to be funny. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> me, too. For me, that looks like something... I were to see it like come on everybody yeah. and be talking about for weeks yes. and weeks and weeks and weeks on end. Yes, yes, yes. It maybe just didn't translate right. Maybe it was editing. Yeah. I want to see her back. Yeah. Though. And she's good TV. This is a really good, like it was a really, really good season. It was. And I was worried because you never know, but like it did reinvigorate my like love for Drag Race in a way. Same. Whereas like the previous seasons you have your one or two people that you're just rooting for throughout. But this season was like, I'm just rooting for this cast in general. Same, like, same. I think this is my favorite recent season since season 10. Yeah. I think 10 isn't talked about enough. Let's 10 was a it. Let me go back. I feel like in my brain, I have a turn dial for every mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking 11, 12, 13, 14. Out of those, yeah, 10 for me, for sure. 10 was so 10 great. Was a really, really good season. Start to finish. It was amazing TV. Start to finish. And it One was great drag, drag, too. Inspirations, Asia. Oh, yeah. Asia. 
is It was the dandelion head piece from Ikea. Yes. And it gagged me only because I will never forget it. Like, me and my friends just wanted to go to the Brooklyn Ikea. So, like, we just went one day for fun. It's really cute. We see that literal chandelier in there. A monument. That is gorgeous. This is before the episode came out. So, this Mm, is like... No way. Right. So, we're like, that chandelier is so cute. Whatever. Um, A few days later, we go to watch the episode. And she comes down the runway. My jaw never dropped with as much of a swiftness as it did in that moment because i was like she walked through a whole ass ikea to grab this bought that from ikea and put that on her head genius genius where's her sponsorship truly genius i'm like bring that Uh, back that's the drag race that i need again yeah. I need the girls with Ikea. They should do a sponsored episode by Ikea, Ikea where they just sweep Ikea. You know what? Yeah. That would be hot. That would be hot. Ikea is like what? Usually like two, three stories. Yeah. Have the girls go through all of those. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. Maybe it's not. There's a world where Asia could have won that season. I agree. I agree. I Asia is one of my top queens of all, all time. time. Just like. We love to use the word professionalism. But professionalism. Not a hair out of place, not a stitch out of place, not a piece of nope. makeup out of place. And, you know, I don't blame her for the butterflies because the venues do be hot. I mean, we're... I've had many a wig on my head that I swore to the death of me was secure and on there. And that heat started blasting. And she said... We don't all need to be scientists. We know. She's most definitely kind and fierce. We know. It's hot. It was hot. Hot and sunny Los Angeles. But now anytime someone, th- like Irene throwing the butterflies. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> that was funny. Also, let's get into Simone. Chilling. Simone. Simone just at the finale with I the glasses her. on. There was so much. Same. For that reason. I... First of all, her like stepping down look was so good. Yes, it was. Still to this day, I'm like, I just empathize more and more for those people that didn't get it because I'm like, that's so poor taste of you. Also, it was so fucking good. It still is good. How much it took to make it alone. I don't know. Simone's kind. And it's just the creative vision. Like some people have it and some don't. But her sitting there with the glasses, chilling. She's like, "I'm not. It's not my year. I'm here to relax and enjoy." I said, "Yes." I loved it. I almost thought about pulling the glasses today. You almost done residual edible from the flight. Ooh, oh, that sounds I said, really nice. If the nice. eyes are still low when I get home, we're gonna pop the glasses on. No, the eyes are sitting set. today. They're sitting. No, they are. I was gonna say halfway Wait. through us talking, I'm like. Your eyes are so pretty. Like, I'm just like, look at them. Like, God damn, you're pretty. Jack taught me that. Because I would look at them. Because they're not like, they have color, obviously. They're dark brown. But I would always be like, my eyes don't have color. But I think dark brown eyes are the prettiest eyes. Fight me. I don't care. Like, I love, everyone feel free to express themselves the way they want to. But like, (laughs) for example, like, Mo Heart right now. Yes. For the past few years, she's been rocking contactless eyes. And I, like, my heart beats three times. It does it to you? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel that. Oh, my God. I she looks that. amazing. I just... Those big eyes. Uh, contacts. Like, I just mm. them. And then I tried it. 
It was giving so much salt. Yeah. Like it shocks the girls. Like some people don't recognize me depending on the color content. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love that power. That is fun. Because I didn't realize it changed that much of like how people perceive you. Yeah, it definitely does. Like people didn't understand like Sasha's context during the True. reunion. And I'm like, that's just such a drag. Yeah, contact. but it was a drag contact. Like that's a like, contact that like you wear on stage. With that outfit, it was doing it for me. It worked. You know, I have to see you give drag one day because in my spirit, the way I know you carry, I just... I used to do drag. I know. Okay, good. Uh, One day. You got to just like, don't tell anyone. That's exactly... Like, don't have any conversation about it. Just gag us all. That's exactly what the goal is. It's so funny. Yeah. Because I stopped, stopped doing drag. (laughs) Around the time I started getting good at it. Like the way my face was sitting and the hair. And I was still young. I was maybe like 20, 21. So now I'm like, oof, going back into it again. Knowing what I know internally, externally. We love everybody. But when I say it'll be a wrap, yeah. it will be a wrap. Grilled or fried wrap yeah. regardless. Ugh. You know, I love a meal. And that's exactly <laughs> many, 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 many Come courses. Eat the children and eat for yourself, okay? Yeah. Many courses for those to feed upon. Oh my Pop goodness. The corn and feed the children. We need those iconic. <laughs> we need those iconic one-liners back. Right. Pop the corn and feed the children. What were some like? I don't know if I have any season fifteen one-liners that gagged me. Gagged her a bit for sure. Gagged her a bit, yeah. For sure. Gagged her a bit is so funny. I want one of those shirts sure. so bad. Yeah, no, they're really cute. Gagged her a bit. I love gagged her a bit. That's the one that has taken me out the whole season. Yeah, same. Awesome mistresses. <laughs> oh, my my friends and I all the time. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. That one and obviously like the duck one. But my friends and I use it in like context where it doesn't fit in. Yeah. Which makes it kind of funnier. That. If that makes sense, like, I'll be, like, I run around my apartment like a crazy person as you saw me getting ready for filming. Yeah, just, like, running around, spurning, like, random thoughts out of my mind. And I'm talking to my best friend and roommate. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and this and this. And Joe's, my roommate, is just like, you better walk that fucking duck. And I'm just like, exactly. Like, writes it down onto my list. Like, walking the duck. We'll do at 3 p.m. Like I'm really (laughs) saying that walk that duck really took off like that. Crazy, but if we're gonna talk about it, let's talk about ballroom. Ew. Let's you talk about ballroom. it. They never get enough credit for just being the foundation of culture. Uh, I'm a ballroom stand. Same. It was actually really the night I started drag. I was either gonna go to OTA, oh, drag wars, really, yeah, and I was like, whichever one I feel like scares me less. That's mm. the deal. I always do the one that scares you more. But um, I picked the one that scared me less. So now there's this like love letter to ballroom that I have that I want to give. Aww. Um, okay. So we'll get up in there one day. Exactly. Uh, Marie special cameo appearance at Ote first Madonna next Marie. That would be um, No, I would love to just eventually do it. Like I feel like so much of why um, transitioning felt possible to me. Mm was just watching all the film queens in ballroom pave that way. Pave. And I really stand on the fact that they're never given the credit that they deserve. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. They're never given enough flowers. Like, 
ballroom film queens so foundational. They deserve the absolute world. Forever grateful for them too. And yeah, like give it up for ballroom. We need more space for ballroom to like actually tangibly take over in a way that's like sustainable and not these cute little like, ooh, this is the moment, but like really I agree. like time and space for it to be like what it needs to be. I agree. For starters, let's keep legendary on streaming, please. Thank you. Like (laughs) Like, all the things of like putting it in the hands of people who are in ballroom. You know what I mean? And letting it come from inside the house rather than exactly trying to pull the girls into projects that you have no awareness of. But that's the thing. Like ballroom and drag, close related world, sure, but. Yeah. Also, just learning how to respect the confines of that community. I think that's what makes like the whole walk that duck so controversial in Mm -hmm. that way. It's just understanding within the queer community, like there are certain areas of marginalization that still exist that we have to honor in order to be able to come together and like be the community that we need, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, completely. It's just like, it sounds so cliche to say, but just like education, awareness. That's where, like, when Anitra was explaining, I think it was, like, the finale episode mm-hmm. or something where she was explaining, like, where Love for Ballroom came from. I was like, okay, I get where you're coming from now. Yeah. She's coming from somebody who who adores this art. Because even I was like, this bitch is from Nevada. They don't have that over there. And then I'm like, okay, kid in a small town, I guess, or, like, outside a big city, like, looking for inspiration, looking for something to cling on to. And they found that. And I'm like, as long as you find a way to give that back. And that's the thing. I feel like people are so intimidated to give back. Which why? (laughs) Which why? And not Anitra specifically. Just in general. I feel like there's just this unspoken fear around giving back to the people who inspired, who made it possible for you to do what you do. You know what I mean? Like, we're losing such a rich history yeah. and culture solely because we're afraid to just honor the like legends that we have while we have them. Which is crazy because it's like most of us didn't invent anything. Somebody before you did, or if anything, that person before you probably took inspiration from another person that came before them. So the least you could do is just, hi sis. At the very thanks, least. Thanks for running so I could walk. Right. And push it. And push it. <laughs> like. Yeah, I'm all about honoring the people who come before. I think it's really important. Because then you would want the same thing done to you. Yeah. Like, it's all reciprocal. It really is. It's crazy. It's like when, like we were saying earlier, like people that hate on children. It's like, you were a child. You know that, right? Like, you grow to become yeah. a legend. And you were once somebody that didn't pay respect for legends. It's like. Something's not clicking. It's not clicking, love. It's not. No, at all. No. Ooh. I, I th- you had the accent Ooh. there, so I was like, let me that respond. Was really good. Oh, I love, yeah. I talk to myself in accents all the that. time. That's how I keep my thoughts focused. Okay, that's actually a really smart thing to do. Yeah, or I'm on an edible. Either way. Um, no, it's giving edible summer for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, Perfect way to relax at the beach in the sun. Twirling. 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 Very easy. You know I love a twirl. I love a twirl. And it's just like 
Uh, you can never have too much sun. No. New York is getting hotter in the summer, though, and that is scary. It is. But, you know, hey, you hot know. girl summer. More two pieces. I was about Yay. Say, <laughs> We're going to tan down. More two pieces. More shows, hopefully. More shows, yeah. I'm taking more you. That's what matters. Now. Yeah, exactly. And then we're gonna get back to it. I'm excited. I think summer's gonna be really, really fun to just drive. Oh, I love it. Can you give us a taste of what the rest of 2023? Yes, I can. Looks like for Mari. Yes, yes, yes. Um, in a perfect world, if I got everything I wanted. I know I'm going to spend a lot of time just being much more intentional about my relationship to my creative practice, being an artist. Yep. Um, hopefully, because you just never know with timelines. I'm in a movie that's coming to Paramount Plus. I would love for it to drop this year. Um, I think it will, but whenever it's announced, it's going to be really exciting. I can't wait to see where that's going to take me. Talking about living your dreams. I'm just really honored to be able to like live a life stream so seemingly early in my life. And I don't take that for granted. So I really want to give my, myself the time and space to like revel in this moment. Um, and outside of that, just enjoying, like, I work too much. <laughs> I put too much of an emphasis on, like, going and mm -hmm. working. And I think lay down. the rest of this year <laughs> is me reminding myself that this is a marathon, not a sprint. That I have so much more time. Yeah, for real. And that I really just get to enjoy it while I have it. Exactly. I won't be 25 young and hot forever, so. You might be. Okay, I'm going to be 25 young and hot. Exactly. Forever. But exactly. in this year, we're going to live it up for sure. And exactly. that's what's most important. What about you? What are you manifesting this year? Um, Like just me being exactly where the fuck I'm meant to be, how the fuck I'm meant to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like, that's just what it is. Like, no more of, like, the pushing things off to the side because I don't think I deserve them. No. Bring it right here, I do. And I'm saying that because I know I fucking worked for it. And have. Yeah, and I and I like to think I'm a good person. I don't think being good means you deserve things. Yeah. But I do think I have the right intention to do good things with the things I want to achieve. I'll say it. You deserve great things. Thank you. And I say, I don't want to sound arrogant when I say I know, Yeah. but I'm learning yeah, to say thank you. That. Yeah. And you do know. And back to you, you know, like you. that's just, yeah. Thank you. I know that's literally how the rest of the year is going to be for both, both of us. Thank you. I know. Thank you. I know. Yeah. I, I love that about me too. Thanks. What about you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like very much that, very much get, that. And not being afraid to. Yeah. And we shouldn't. No. We're young, hot and cute. Very at that. Very. <laughs> I've been recently, I'm like, Ew. And I've been feeling it. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the change in oh, the is, but like, down. It's giving what we were talking about walking past the bank window and being like, oh, I'm like, oh, hold on. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's why everyone on the train is staring at me. Mm, yeah. They have a point. Okay. You said proceed to stare. I would too. That's what I'm saying. Take a picture. Please airdrop it to me. Please airdrop it to me. I would Please. like to know. Any other things you want to airdrop to me, feel free to. 
Yeah, come on. Fun girl summer, okay? Single girl summer. Oh. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you. This is literally everything. No, I love you. Like, I loved you before, I love and I love you harder time. now. Duh. Same. Yes. Same. I love it. No one in the studio, literally, just no, us. No, like, truly just gave it. Our 2020 tease. We're right here. But hotter. Ooh. Yeah. You know. <laughs> exactly. No, so. you're the best. You are. Nothing but love for you, always. You too. I genuinely, 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 even like if that's off, like I genuinely mean that. Like going out and everything lately, like has just been, especially this past year, has just been so, like such the only way of catharsis for me. Yes, truly. You know, and so from the DJs to the hosts that are there that want to be friendly and want to be nice. <laughs> I wasn't meant to be shady, but kind of did come off shady. I, I was like, give me. But get to the drag entertainers, or anyone who is bringing entertainment in, to anyone who is taking part in curating that environment that has been such a healthy form of like positive escapism for me, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It, it literally got me through this year, and that's why I'm turning 26 at this time of filming in like 12 days. Like... Yeah. Those nights out are the things that I'm like thinking about on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, still just being like, oh my gosh, when Marie performed this and my friends and I lost it, and da, da, da. like that's the shit that I remember more than anything. So thank you for being a part of that. Okay. And hopefully, you know, which you know, because we're in Thank You, I Know era. Thank you, that's I our know era. era. This is the era. Thank you, I know. That you know that when you finish a performance, you're not just like, okay, I killed that shit, but you're like, I know I touched somebody, and you most definitely did. You're the best. And know that your love and light is so felt. Thank I'm you. I'm so grateful to receive that. Thank you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not going to be able to stop finishing. I'm not going to be able to stop saying that. I'm like, uh, thank you. Thank you. I know. I know. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you for watching. We know why you're watching. <laughs> and we'll see y'all on another episode of Me, Myself, and Bye. Cute. Thank you. I love you so much. Mom is really gabbing it up like that. Oh, uh, I know. I so hard my foot fell asleep. Same. Oh, I love you.